Hi, everyone. I'm Becky. Welcome to FilipinoPod101.com. This is all about lesson one. Top five reasons to study Filipino. Magandang araw and hello from the Philippines. Betsy here. Together, we'll be your guides to everything Filipino. In the first lesson, we'll introduce you to my home country, the Philippines. I've been fascinated by the melting pot of different cultures in the country for a long time. And when I decided to visit, I loved it even more. The country has such warm people and some of the most beautiful beaches you will ever see. It really does. These are two of the best aspects of living in the Philippines, the people and the amazing islands. Oh, and the food is great as well, of course. Definitely. Which matches its beautiful white sandy beaches. The warm hospitality of the locals makes it a fantastic tourist destination. It's definitely a must-go country. So, Betsy, please tell the listeners more about those great beaches. Okay. The islands in the Philippines are the best places to go for a vacation. They may not be as famous as the islands of Hawaii, but they definitely don't disappoint. There are three main islands, Luzon, Visayas, and Mindanao, and over 7,000 smaller islands clustered around them. Wow, yeah, that is a lot. Only 2,000 of the islands are inhabited, and so most are almost untouched, with clear white sand and views of the beautiful sea. So tell us, which are the best islands to visit? The most commercially successful and famous places would be Boracay and Cebu. Both are in an area called Visayas and have a lot of resorts. So if you'd like an all-inclusive package of partying and relaxation, then these are the places you should go. Oh, that sounds great. But what if I wanted to enjoy more of the unspoiled nature and maybe have a little adventure? Those established places can get pretty crowded. Well, getting off the beaten path is definitely another great way to enjoy a vacation on the islands. There are still lots of places that aren't as commercialized, and I think they're the best places. One place I recommend is Palawan, in the west of Visayas, where you can enjoy spending time underwater. Palawan is famous for scuba diving because of its crystal clear waters. I've always wanted to try scuba diving, though the name does sound familiar. I wonder if I've heard of it before. Hmm. Maybe that's because the Puerto Princesa underground river in Palawan was recently voted as one of the new seven wonders of nature. It's an 8.2-kilometer-long underground cave river that flows directly into the South China Sea. That's definitely the kind of adventure I was thinking about. Okay, so tell me more about the other parts of the country. Well, what I can say is that it's a melting pot of different cultures. Oh, yes. I've heard, for example, that English is commonly spoken in the Philippines. That's right. In fact, English and Filipino are the two official languages of the country. Well, that makes things easier for tourists. It does. You will definitely have less of a hard time. But learning Filipino is a rewarding experience. For a start, it is a great cultural experience because the language itself lets you see our cultural diversity. It's a mix of Spanish and Filipino dialects. So does that mean that I can learn some Spanish while I'm learning Filipino? Mm, sort of. Since the Philippines was a Spanish colony for over 350 years, There are certain customs and words from Spanish that are also used in Filipino. Wow, that's amazing. I can learn different languages at the same time. Spanish was also taught in school in the past, but has now been replaced with English. However, it's still common for Filipinos to use Spanish for counting numbers and reading time. Really? 
I guess I can make up for the Spanish classes I slept through in high school. It's not just evident in the language, but the Philippines is one of the few countries that is predominantly Roman Catholic. What kind of customs has it adopted then? Well, the most obvious would probably be religious celebrations. For example, Christmas is considered to be one of the biggest events of the year. You start hearing Christmas carols and seeing Christmas lights and decorations around four months before the actual day. Wow. You must really love the holidays, huh? That's an understatement. The holidays are also a time for family, and it's very common to have family gatherings and reunions with immediate and extended family members. That sounds like a great time of year. Now, let's talk some more about the Filipino language. Well, you already know that Spanish has influenced the language, but because it's an Austronesian language, the roots of the Filipino language lie in other Southeast Asian languages like Malay and Indonesian. The Filipino language itself is mostly a mixture of three different Filipino dialects, Tagalog, Visayan, and Ilocano. I thought Tagalog meant Filipino, too. Sort of. Tagalog, which derives from two words, taga and ilog, meaning from the rivers, is what is commonly spoken in the capital Manila, which is the center of politics and business. So it's very close, if not almost identical, to Filipino. Can we assume that people who speak Tagalog speak Filipino as well? The sentence structure of Filipino is identical to Tagalog, and it's common to refer to Filipino as Tagalog in most cases. You can assume that all Filipinos speak Filipino because it's the country's official language. So this makes most Filipinos either bilingual or trilingual. It is common for people to speak Filipino and English, as well as their own local dialect. And here I am having a hard time learning a second language, let alone a third. But the easy part is that Filipino uses the same alphabet as English. So that should give you a head start when you're learning how to read and write. Oh, I guess that makes it a little easier. So there aren't additional characters I need to know? Well, technically, Filipino has its own alphabet system called abacada, which has some words from the Roman alphabet and includes some additional letters. But since English has been integrated into the culture, the more modern system uses the English alphabet. Wow, hearing about this mix of cultures and languages definitely makes learning Filipino sound interesting. But now, let's get to the top five reasons to learn Filipino. Number one, learning another language is fun. There's nothing like getting out of your comfort zone and experiencing new things. What can be more challenging and adventurous than learning a different language and visiting the country itself? Number two, it's very affordable to visit. If you're on a budget but want to experience the tropical wonders of the islands, then it's the best place to go. Number three, although you can get away with just speaking English, if you do learn to speak Filipino, it will definitely enhance your experience and will help you create a special bond with the local people. Not to mention, you can usually get bargain prices when you speak the local language. Number four, as we mentioned earlier, the Philippines has an interesting mixture of the Western culture. It has been influenced by Spanish and American culture. It's a rare hybrid of both modern and conservative. It treasures the wisdom of the elderly, but also adopts modern culture. Last but not least, number five, Filipinos are the most friendly and warm people you will meet. Filipinos are known to be family-oriented people. Of course, that's the same for friends. 
They treat friends and acquaintances with warmth and create a friendly atmosphere. Okay, well that was just a glimpse of what to expect from FilipinoPod101.com. Like our podcasts? Then like our Facebook page too. Get lesson updates, our Filipino word of the day, and news on Facebook. Just search for FilipinoPod101.com and like our fan page. And if you like a lesson or series on FilipinoPod101.com, let us know by clicking the like button next to the lesson or series. Get ready for more fun in the next lesson. Till next time. Bye, everyone. Paalam. Bye-bye.